Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Hey, welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We got Heather Andrews and Coach Dave and myself, James Johnson. And here we are almost halfway through the year. And if, you, if you've known me for any length of time, you'll hear me say this over and over and over again. And that is people do not plan to fail. They fail to plan. In doing so, they plan to fail. <laughs> it's it's quite, quite ironic how that works. And so what happens all the time in, in my world, which is the financial world, retirement and estate planning, is, is that very thing. I have posters in my office. You can walk around here and look at the posters and you can see that the, the rich and famous, the estate planning mistakes that they've made and everybody does it, all right? Procrastination is the number one problem. It's the number one problem in fitness. It's the number one problem in your garden. It's the number one problem in your financial world. It, procrastination is your number one enemy. And so what I would tell you is that because we're halfway through the year, now, believe it or not, now is the time to start doing your tax planning. Not come February, January, et cetera, because that's when you can't really do anything about it. Now, here's why you do it now. The reason why you do it now is because if you wait till November, you're going to put it off a little bit longer and all of a sudden that December 31st date is gonna go by and you're gonna miss that, right? So if I was gonna give you one piece of advice, I would tell you that the more proactive you are on all of this stuff, whether it be fitness, whether it be your garden, whether it be finances, it would be to, to do it farther in advance, okay? Never wait till the last minute to, to do it. And it's better to do it too early than it is to do it too late. I mean, is that not true in, in your health and your, and your garden, guys? It is. No, that's, the, that's a huge thing. I mean, people just, they don't take action early enough. They don't plan. Um, and then they go, well, why am I overweight? Why am I unhealthy? Um, so question for you, James. Um, where do people get started with a planning for their taxes and with a just an overall financial plan? And I ask that because, like, there's so much out there. There's, you know, 401ks and Roth IRAs and this and that and stock market and everything else like that. Most people, I think, are just overwhelmed by just how much is out there. What advice do you have for us, for the average, you know, a person who's just going along, where do we put our cash? What do we do? do, 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 do? So I actually just put out a video on LinkedIn or I haven't published yet, but it, it's called Take the Pill. And, and, and so the way that the video works is like this. Like if you walked into the doctor's office and the second you walked to the doctor's office, he handed you a pill, would you eat it? Of course not. Why not? Because I don't know what it is and I don't know what it does. And I don't know if it would in, you know, impact me with something else that I'm taking. Well, and more importantly, neither does he. Okay. So there's been absolutely no diagnosis that's gone on inside of there. And so 
why would he be handing you a pill? That's called malpractice. And kind of what you just asked me was to hand you a pill, right? And, and, and to tell you, well, what should I invest my money in, et cetera? Well, the answer to your question is, as far as what you need to do first is, is the very first thing you need to do is you need to answer this question, is if you want to go somewhere, what's the first thing you have to know, Dave? You need to know where you are. That's exactly correct. You have to know where you are. So the first thing you have to do when it comes to financial planning, estate planning, whatever the case may be, is you have to figure out exactly where you are financially. And by the way, I have never, not once, in the thousands of people I've talked to, ever met one person who knew where they were financially, and you're not going to be the first. Uh, no. It, 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 so once you figure that out, then you can start deciding what's the next step. All right. Okay. Because you can't change something you don't know what it is. Okay. So do you have a tool? Do you have an online tool that people can go to and they can like enter in all their info and then it, it says, okay, you're here. Let's do a call and let's figure it all out. Or did you have a thing where if people said, I don't know what the hell is good, 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 good going on. I don't know where I am. Could I call you and we can go through things? Yeah, that, that's exactly what we do. We have a course out there called Retirement Ready. And in the end of that course, it, it, the very last module in it is what's called a wealth assessment. And once you have that wealth assessment, <coughs> never filled out correctly, ever. All right. Then <laughs> I take that and I put you in a proprietary software called Money Tracks and show you exactly where you are, whether your plan's working or not. And, and that will help you to get clarity, balance, and focus going forward. All right. So th that's, that's kind of the answer to that. So what would be the uh, timeline for that? So let's say that I was, I was hearing this uh, of a podcast and I was like, you know what? I have no idea what is going on with my finances or, or I'm uncertain as to I'm on the right path. So, you know, at what point would, um, like, how long would all this take? After I, I, I go, 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 go through your course and I fill things out and, and we hop on a good call. Is this, you know, two weeks? Is this three months? Is the short like answer to that is the rest of your life. All right. But, but the answer to that is a little bit more direct because the reason why I addressed your life is because you're never done. You're literally never done. You're going to be doing this for the rest of your life. But, True, yes. But for a starting point, um, I, I think that the best way to do it is, is literally to go through that retirement ready program and watch all the videos so that you get your education up to a point where you can make some more intelligent decisions. That takes about three, three and a half hours. And then literally it takes like an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours with me to figure out, okay, where are you? And by the way, that gets shortened dramatically, the better you throw out the, the this wealth assessment. Because otherwise I have to ferret that information out of you, all right? And you'd be shocked at the number of times people say, oh yeah, I forgot about that other half a million dollars out of this account over here. It's like, <sighs> I didn't forget about half a million dollars, okay? But it happens all the time. And, and, and if you're not on that level, if you're on a lower level, then you don't know really how your money's flowing through your life. It, it, people transfer money out of their life unknowingly and unnecessarily every single day. And one of the things I'm really good at is finding that money and showing them how to redirect that money 
over into a, a more applicable place, all right, rather than, than running down the road in the wrong direction. So where would people find this on course? So that- uh, That's simple. You can go to www.yoursafemoneypeople.com. And out on there, there's there's an endless amount of information and ways to contact me. You can always reach out to me with the same uh, website, but just put JJ in front of it, JJ at yoursafemoneypeople.com. Right, right, right. And okay. Then, and so, I mean, the, the goal of this is not to like, hey, come see me, but the goal of this is to get you to understand that procrastination is your number one enemy. And, and so if you're going to be healthy, wealthy, and grateful, get started, okay? Get in motion. Get right. in motion and stay in motion. An object in motion will stay in motion until it meets with other resistance. The other resistance is generally you, okay? You generally get in your way. Life has a funny way of getting in, in your way as well, but you want to stay in motion. It's, it's like you can go work out one time. But that isn't going to do any good at all. All right. You've got to continue to do that. You can go plant a garden, but if you don't water it and weed it and do all that stuff, it isn't going to work. Okay. You can go get a financial plan, but if you don't work that financial plan, it isn't going to work. All right. I mean, all of this stuff requires that you get in motion and stay in motion. We hear the different speakers come on here and talk about habits. All right. Habits are a wonderful thing. And most of us have a habit of make money, spend money, okay? That, that's our habit. So if you just got to change your habits a little bit. Agree, yeah. Awesome. I agree. So Heather, so it, with, along those lines of getting in motion and staying in motion, you know, what, I always go back to you because you, you've come to my house now, you've seen my mess of a garden, all right? But, but you know, it is what it is. And I just keep plugging away at it. So how do you make it better? I, I remember I, my favorite words are good, better, best, never let it rest till good gets better and better gets best. All right. And, and what I can tell you is I don't care where you are in life. Everything you've done up to this point has been good. And the reason why it's been good is because you've done it with knowledge that you have. As your knowledge improves, you can improve that what you do. And then you can even make it best. Like we learned about, about, plant friends <laughs> like oh my gosh what is a plant friend my friend my plants got friends you know it reminded me of that movie avatar okay it was avatar yeah but where the root system was the whole intelligence right that's right that's exactly what i thought of the second you told me about plant friends yep. it's like okay so now they're communicating with each other through the roots and that's, that's now right. even more of a reason to not dig up that dirt okay is, is to, to leave that yeah. there i'm actually learning i can be taught I, I do i do appreciate that you're a very good student james i think one thing you said is really important which is you shouldn't be disturbing the soil structure and uh, there's a mistaken perception that to put a vegetable garden in you need to till the land and i'm here to tell you that that's completely not correct um, so I'm using uh, several techniques this year. Uh, we are actually going to be doing some side-by-side -side gardening uh, with a company that I am uh, working with 
to do a traditional tomato bed where we're going to till in uh, some, some compost. And then on my side of the garden, we're gonna use the same plant, but we're only going to plant it in compost. And I can tell you from the six weeks that I've had my compost bed created, I have zero weeds. I don't know about you, but weeding is a pain in the butt as a gardener. And how did you do that? How did you get it so that there aren't any weeds? Great question. So I'm using a technique out of the UK. It's called no dig gardening, and it can be used in any situation. You can put it straight on the grass. You can put it on clay. In my case, it's I have very compacted clay, um, and it's not it's not possible that I can move it. I have tried but we have a very shallow limestone bed. And so if you stick a shovel in it, it's going to give you a nice electric jolt. So I, I'm not physically able to move Ooh, that soil. What do you mean it's going to give you an electric jolt? How does that work? Your, the end of your shovel hits that rock. It sends up the energy back at you, right? It hurts. It hurts like heck. So really? I, I can't afford to move it in, in terms of like my body is not strong. I'm, I'm too small. So um, so my question is, is, is if that, if that dirt, because over time that dirt gets more and more and more compacted. Correct. I think regardless of what dirt you have, right? Even if there's not clay in it, do you not have to perforate that with, with a, a, a fork or something like that to just allow some water to get into it? Or, or how does that so, work? So I just literally peeled back in, in this case where this was, uh, uh, you know, previously probably fill from when my house was built. It's just pure clay and rock. Um, all I did was peel back the uh, landscape fabric that was on top, peel back the mulch that was on top. I saved all of my boxes and uh, I'm a huge uh, connoisseur of chewy for four cats. So chewy boxes. And then on top of that, I had delivered mushroom compost. So two yards of mushroom compost. I have a 10 by four bed. In the, and then I refilled around that uh, an area that I can walk on the outside and through the center with wood chip. And um, what I can tell you, James, as I was planting in it last night is that you pull that top layer back and it is wet. So the other thing beyond less weeds, because the compost is very dense, is less watering. And for you in California that have watering issues because you guys don't have any water, you know, this is a great way to garden with less resources because that compost stays really, really wet. So um, I'm really excited. Uh, the clinical research says that you will have less weeding. I've had zero weeding in six weeks. It wow. says that you will have to water less. We'll see. Um, and then uh, it also says that your yield will be earlier because the, the compost is warm and many of the vegetables that you're putting in this time of year that need heat, like peppers and tomatoes and cucumbers and eggplant, it, you cannot put them in the ground until the soil temperature is 70 degrees. So for us on the Northeast, our air temperature is doing this. So we're 80 and then we'll drop back down in the high 40s. And so the, the issue is, is the ground responds to that. And these beds are warmer than my ground. So I'm able to plant in them earlier. So my yield will be quicker and also it will be 
more according to the data. So we'll see. You said wood chips. Is bark the same thing as wood chips? So just ground wood chips. So the, again, the wood chip is going to keep down weeds on top of that uh, cardboard, but it's also going to provide a surface for you to walk on. Although it's fine for you to walk on the compost, it does not compact like traditional soil will. Um, but it, in addition, um, it, uh, you know, it, it's just a, it's a, you know, it just, it's, it's an easy surface that won't stick to your shoes. And if you're a gardener, you know what a pain in the butt it is when you uh, have soil on your shoes and, and you track it everywhere. So, um, so that's, uh, that's, the, that's the goal behind all of that. So two questions for you based on everything that you just said. So give me the like menu for, you know, not being a gardening expert. Is it like a cardboard first and then compost and then cardboard and then and wood chips or like what's the formula there? And then the other thing is where on earth and how much is buying a compost? Because as you were speaking in a previous podcast, I was always thinking like by the time I, you know, save up all my like eggshells and grounds of, of coffee and all these things like that. It's going to be like two years before I have enough compost. So Completely if I can just phone and order some, like not being the, the gardening guy, like where do I get this? How much is it? Yeah. So uh, great question. So uh, comp, uh, cardboard straight onto the soil you're going to plant on six inches of compost. And the wood chip is on the outside. So you need more cardboard than the to extend beyond your bed, right? Or in my case, I have two strips and it's going in between um, because I'm using a new gardening system, which we can talk about more um, later. But the, the, the point is, is that I'm in the same boat. I have, I do my own compost, but it's not ready for my garden yet. That is the problem is that when you do compost, it is not an immediate gratification thing. So I did order this mushroom compost from my landscaper. So I have landscaper that does heavy lifting for me. So like when I'm planting trees, when I am, you know, bringing in mushroom compost, when I'm bringing in wood chip, it's too much for me to move. I don't enjoy doing that part. So I have learned the hard way not to hurt myself. And he will, you know, I just tell him where I want it and he puts it in. So he brought it, it was about $40 a yard here in Pennsylvania delivered. And then, you know, I pay them to spread it. So it's whatever so you're- Dave, there's several places in Southern California that you can do that at, at the Great Park. Now, as far as mushroom compost goes, I don't know, but at the Great Park, there's a place that has compost and bark and all that kind of stuff. There's several of them around. You just have to look around to find them. And I'm sure that out where you're at, there's several of them out there as well. I mean, yeah, I, I just, you know, just we're, we're running short yeah. on time. So I want to ask one question, because if I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this show today, I'm wondering, well, you know, what does this have to do with being healthy, wealthy and grateful? So, I mean, what would you guys say? Why, why is why is this conversation along the lines of being healthy, wealthy and grateful? I apologize. Say, say, what was the top of your question? I'm sorry. Uh, what, what makes this conversation along the lines of healthy, wealthy, and grateful? 
What the show's healthy, wealthy, and grateful. You're talking about gardening for God's sakes. Okay. Why is that healthy, wealthy, and grateful? Well, from my perspective, gardening is, I, there are multiple clinical studies on the mental benefits of gardening, the physical benefits of gardening, and then the financial benefits of gardening. I think we talked about previously that, you know, we are not out of the woods when it comes to potential COVID variants and other things that may be lurking. And we may quickly be back in a situation where we are in uh, shortages not to mention the cost of food. So my goal is to prepare my family and friends for the challenges that may lay ahead and forearmed is forewarned, right? If you have the ability to grow food, you've taken a variable out of the equation that you can now control. And James, in your little backyard, you know, I love your garden, by the way. I think it's amazing. He has uh, combined pollinator plants like milkweed right beside his lemon tree. So we actually saw some monarch caterpillars in his garden, which is a very welcomed sight after this horrible weather you had last year. Uh, so I'm super excited to see them. It means that that population hasn't completely collapsed as they feared. So I think that you know, you're showing something that is actually really important for our survival which is we have to provide habitat for pollinators. You don't have pollinators, you don't eat. One out of every three bites of food you take is courtesy of a pollinator. So in terms of being grateful today, I'm grateful for pollinators. And that monarch caterpillar is a pollinator eventually when it becomes a butterfly. And I just put up something on Facebook about bees. It was really cool, I, an article I saw. I, I don't know if it was you that sent it to me or somebody sent it to me on um, Telegraph. And so I, I reposted it on Facebook. But listen, we're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. And we've run out of time once again. And we could keep going all day long. But we did promise to keep these at 20 minutes. So we've got Coach Dave, Heather Andrew, the butterfly girl, and myself, James Johnson, the safe money man. Listen, keep smiling. Remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow. Plan like you're going to live forever. And we'll see you real soon. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.